0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Fit Fig Podcast. I'm Steph Figarelli, your host, co-owner of Figarelli's Fitness, LLC in Anchorage, Alaska. This is episode 25. It's going to be a bit of a rant today. I've been thinking about the subject of living life on your own terms and really just not caring what other people think about you as long as you're happy, you're not hurting anybody, obviously, you're not committing crimes. I'm not talking about shit like that. I'm talking about just doing you, whether it's starting a business or quitting a job that you hate or speaking out about something you're passionate about. Whatever the case may be, maybe it's a physical transformation. This is a fitness podcast, but I also like to talk about life, relationships, self-development, things like that. So As time goes on, I'm going to discuss those different subjects. Um, And today, you know, like I said, might be a bit of a rant. I'm going to probably keep this short and sweet, but it's just been on my mind. Contemplating the question of how would you live your life if you didn't care what people thought about you? And it's not that you're not thinking about other people. You're not being disrespectful necessarily. Your intentions are not to hurt somebody. But you're listening to that inner voice that's guiding you to make the decisions that you know are best for your life. And you're doing that and you're not allowing the judgments or potential judgments of other people to dictate your behavior. As I've gotten a little bit older, I've noticed this sort of people-pleasing behavior I have cultivated uh, I'm sure it stems a lot from running my own business over the years, trying to please people. I mean, this is often the game we play when we uh, we work for somebody else, of course, but then when we own our own company and we're trying to always do the right thing, we're trying to make people happy. And when I started Figarelli's Fitness in 2006, I didn't really have a business plan. I, you know, I'd done research. I had uh, attended... University of Alaska Anchorage, which is our local college. And um, I studied business there. I studied psychology. I did a feasibility study on opening up my own private fitness studio. So like a boutique, small studio, one-on-one training. That was really my vision. Beyond that, you know, I didn't really have this dedicated business plan because I knew the path was not going to be linear. I knew that I was going to run into different obstacles and issues that that plan was not going to be able to carry me through uh, and, and, you know, figure things out necessarily. I needed to figure them out in real time on the spot. So I had a loose plan. Um, I'd also kind of, uh, I guess you could say, cultivated my own style, my own personality. Of course, that has evolved over the years and... I've had stints, uh, periods of time where the evolution was more aggressive, um, ever-evolving. And then other periods of time where, you know, things were just a little bit more chill. I wasn't doing a lot of changing, per se. So really what I want to talk about is doing whatever you want to do and not really giving a fuck what other people think. When I approach this in everyday life, I remember reading this somewhere. I don't I don't recall who suggested it, but it was it was geared toward writers, so people who write blogs or books or articles. And the idea was you're writing for three different people. And I kind of like live my life in this way. So I I write in this way, I speak in this way, I live in this way, and it's not always perfect. Sometimes I disregard certain things, I don't think about things all the way through. Uh, very rarely do I have regrets, uh, but sometimes I look back and I go, oh, I should have thought about that a little bit more or, oh, I forgot to mention this. I should have expanded on that. But the idea is this, if I'm writing or speaking or creating, I'm I'm doing it for three people. First of all, I'm doing it for myself. What feels good to me? So what is... What are some, some authentic feelings and thoughts that are coming out of me right now? And I put that down. And then the idea is you sort of revise that and then you edit for your fans. You go, well, who would love this? Who's going to really enjoy reading what I've just r- written or produced? Um, who's going to really just benefit from this? And then you revise it again, you edit it, you rewrite some things and you consider things lastly, your haters. So who are the people who are going to judge you, who are going to criticize you, who are going to attack you, try to bring you down, try to come at you from a different angle um, and put you on, you know, put you in a little bit of a defensive mode. So you're kind of like when you're putting things out into the world, whether it's your behavior, whether it's an opinion on Facebook a podcast episode, writing a blog for your website, whatever the case may be, uh, you're thinking about all these different you think about yourself, first and foremost. What makes me happy? And you think about consider your fans and then you consider your haters. Um, and so if you're not somebody who has necessarily fans or haters, you you definitely have friends, you definitely have coworkers who, you know, you have to see you have family members. You have people who are on your side. We'll call those people the fans. And then you have people who are going to shit talk you. They're going to try to discourage you. These people are the crabs in the bucket, the people who are trying to bring you down and discourage you from whatever it is that you are putting out. Uh, Whether it be an opinion, they want to argue an opposing viewpoint, um, which by the way, nothing wrong with, nothing wrong with having a different opinion on something. The problem is we are emotional creatures who like to argue. And a lot of us, I feel like, are coming from... A background of trauma. Maybe we grew up in households where we had the cold, closed off, you know, family member, parent, and we didn't really ever learn how to interact with them appropriately because they didn't open up to us. We, you know, sharing emotions wasn't a thing. Or you had the parent who was the yeller, you know, always yelling at you. Um, or, you know, you sort of walked on eggshells around them. And so maybe that's the the uh, communication style you have, you're a little bit more aggressive. You're, you know, you're kind of a little bit more uh, defensive and argumentative, but both, you know, extremes shut down and going crazy and, and screaming are very emotional on the spectrum. So the idea really is let's communicate and learn from each other without flipping out, losing our minds and becoming too emotional. And, um, So just kind of like a little side tangent to consider when entertaining an opposing viewpoint, especially with what's going on in the world right now. We're all a part of it. Collectively, we are engaged more or less. Um, I recommend a media fast for sure. For most of us, we need to disconnect from our phones and social media, but that's a podcast episode for another day. I want to really just reiterate because I've mentioned this previously is who you surround yourself with is extremely important. So Jim Rohn is one of uh the sort of oldest self-development gurus of uh of our time. And he always said, we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Consider all the people in your life, your friends, your family, your coworkers, um whoever you encounter along the way, say you have the same routine you pick up coffee every morning from your local coffee shop and you're engaging with the same barista every morning, you know, consider all the people. And we are the average of these people. We tend to make about the same amount of money. We talk about the same things. We probably uh, are the same politically minded, philosophically. We're possibly the same. Maybe we all enjoy the same music, engage in the same hobbies. And I think it's important to recognize who's around you. Kind of spin-off of that and, and a motto I always refer to and embrace is, if somebody isn't making you stronger, they're making you weaker. So while I don't expect everybody to be my number one fan and cheerleader, I I don't really want to say I expect every expect anything because I think having expectations around other people's behavior is really not a good plan for life. You're going to be constantly disappointed if you set expectations for all the people in your life. So I would detach from expectations. um, But I would recommend connecting to yourself. So authentically connecting and asking yourself truly, you know, what is most important to me? And am I living that every single day? Or am I so worried about what other people think of me that I'm hiding a little bit? I'm not taking action on the things that I want to do. I'm not following through on anything because I'm worried about, well, what if I do fail? Then everybody will make fun of me or they'll think I'm a loser or I'm weak because I didn't see that to fruition. I quit because it got hard and so maybe you're somebody who's afraid of that accountability and to that I would say look a true friend is going to keep it real with you they're going to be hard on you that's a truth that's love that's respect and that's love I'm not saying tearing you down name calling treating you like garbage that's not what I'm talking about I'm saying specifically that tough love and accountability those are the people you want around you the people who are going to push you, challenge you, challenge you really to face who you really are and ask you, hey, is this the best that you can do? That's somebody who cares about you. And there's not a lot of people like that in the world. I guarantee you, if you looked around your circle today, you could maybe pinpoint one or two of those like truly authentic people who are going to hold you to a high standard, question you, and and challenge you to be better. Because they know your potential. And I would seriously consider getting the people who are toxic or making you weak out of your circle. Kicking them out. This could even be... Look, I've left relationships that weren't serving me because they were holding me back. And I wasn't who I wanted to be with that person. And I, th- I do think that you can grow and evolve with somebody if they're willing And you're willing to work together and compromise. So I'm not saying go ruin your marriage, but I'm saying take a hard look at the person you share a bed with and make sure that this person has your back and they're holding you accountable and they're keeping it real with you. They're not lying to you. They're not hiding things from you. And then vice versa. You don't feel the need to lie to them or hide anything from them. Honesty, brutal honesty. I mean, that is paramount in an intimate relationship. Now, if this person is simply a roommate to you and that's good enough, then great. I'm not a relationship coach, but uh, just a little tip. You know, the person that you choose to share your life with, whether you marry or not, is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make, who that person is, because you create a life together and the quality of your life is directly related to this person, because often you're sharing everything. You're, you're asking permission. You're being granted permission buy another person now I'm not saying that this person needs to be your keeper or you need to be theirs but what I'm saying is you know collaboratively you're going to go buy a car you're going to make sure that your spouse is with you or you're going to go buy a house you're not going to just hey hey hon I'm going to go buy this house uh I'll let you know how it goes oh yeah yeah no problem let me know I mean maybe you do have that relationship in which case awesome there's some serious trust and uh that's a beautiful thing but Getting back to just living life on your terms, I am massively just invested in constantly writing down lists. I love lists. Um, I make a shit ton of lists. I'm looking at my desk right now. I always record my podcast episodes at my desk and I have one, two, three, four. I've got like six lists in front of me. And everything is related. These lists are related to things that are most important to me in my life. And I know what those things are. So I don't wake up guessing and wondering, well, what should my routine be today? Um, should I work out? I don't know if I have time. My shit tells me right now. It's like a airplane cockpit I'm looking around at the gauges. It's like your lists, your journal, your goals. These are you know, the gauges in your cockpit, like these are the things telling you what's going on. And if you don't know what those things are, it's gonna be really difficult to show up as a, as an authentic person being yourself making your own decisions, you're often going to be that person who people pleases and worries too much what other people think. So you never put anything out, you never do anything, you never try hard, because you're always so worried about criticism. But the thing is, is when you do your own thing, and you go your own path, and it feels right to you, you're committed, it's your, it's, it's your truth, you aren't going to give two shits what other people think. Because those people are simply, their, their judgments are going to get in your way. And you'll find that as you go on, you're going to need to conserve energy, and allocate energy to specific things on your to-do list, Um, you know, if you're a business owner, you, you probably have a lot going on. If you're a parent, you have a lot going on. Uh, not only that, you're trying to take care of yourself. So there's a little bit more clarity that you need to have a little bit more focus, more dialed in on your stuff every single day. And so you're not going to have a lot of time for the people on the sidelines trying to kill your, your dreams and, and, and drag you down. Now, if you're not clear, if you're a little wishy-washy, if you're flaking out and quitting, then you're going to care a lot what other people think about you. In fact, you'll let it get so much in your head that you won't even get started. Um, and I know this from personal experience. I've been there, done that. Anytime I get up on a on my soapbox, it's because I've lived it. I've started the business with criticism. I've started the business with no no money. Self-doubt. And really, all I ever had was a belief in the vision, like a strong belief in the vision. And it didn't matter that I didn't have the majority on my side. And it didn't matter that I didn't have a lot of money. I trusted the the vision and I trusted myself because I listened to myself. I shut down all the haters and I just kept going because I was like, well, no, this is what I want to do. And I trusted myself. Same thing when I pursued bodybuilding. I mean, I can't even remember all the little comments and shit I got from people who are who are in the audience watching me. Not doing shit. Like, I'm over here disciplining myself every single day for months on end. And I got, like, the peanut gallery with comments. I mean, you really think these things matter? When you're doing something for yourself and you're following your own dreams and your own vision? Hell no, they don't matter. Same thing with family members. My family, every single one of my family members knows. Unless you are somebody who's who's own who owns a business or... You're somebody that I look up to, respect. You've proven yourself that you're somebody worth listening to. I don't give a fuck what you have to say to me. You're not going to bring me down. You're not paying my bills. So your little side comments about anything I'm doing from when I was a kid, when I, you know, first came out and had a girlfriend, like I did not care what anybody thought. I mean, sure, I was a teenager, rebellious, middle fingers to the sky, the whole thing. But it was more than that. It was the ability to tap into my inner voice, listen to myself, and have, follow really my own vision for what I wanted. I knew what was truth to me, so it really didn't matter what other people said to me. Same thing when I wanted to get married on top of the Empire State Building. Uh, you know, Thankfully, I had a ton of support, a ton of support. In fact, I couldn't have done that without the support that I had received. However, there were haters afterward. There were people making comments on my YouTube video that I submitted, criticizing the way that I looked, people criticizing my relationship, people who don't know anything about me, trying to say the most terrible things that I've ever heard in my life. So what? They don't know you. People don't know you. Even if they're a close family member, they don't know you. And see, that's the problem too. The closer the person is to you, the more you're apt to trust them over your own inner voice, your own self, your own authentic truth. Call it what you will. But that's where things can get a little bit blurry and uh, confusing is when you sort of evaluate, well, this person is really close to me. Man, maybe they know something I don't know. And it isn't true. Nobody knows you better than you know you. So, look, I'm going to leave it there. I wanted this to just be short and sweet. I've been thinking about it. And really, how you tap into this is you journal every single day. And, you know, it's going to take some time out of your day. So what? Do it anyway. Get a, well, a small little journal and spend five minutes in brain dump. Write about what where you're at, where you want to be, frustrations, how you're going to overcome them, who you need on your side. Set deadlines for yourself. Set goals. You know, but write about it in a journal. Be grateful for where you are and what you have. Be grateful for the people in your life. Be grateful for the haters. Because some, in some cases, they provide a little bit of fuel to keep you moving. But be true to yourself. Write down what you really, really, really want. Be honest. And uh, get good sleep. You can't be pursuing anything when you're sleep-deprived and chronically exhausted. Can't even think straight. Mindfulness, meditation... Breathing, quieting your mind, disciplining yourself to sit in a room in the dark, away from other people, away from noise. I don't think that's an easy thing to do, by the way. I recognize the difficulty in that and I recognize uh, how uncomfortable that is. And spend time visualizing. Visualization is huge. Our brains don't know the difference between fantasy and reality. So whatever you literally can conjure up in your mind you can do you can have so implement some of these ideas i've talked about this in previous podcast episodes so refer back to some of the other ones on goal setting um i do recommend anything by brian tracy especially his book goals Uh, he has tons of other books on time management and not making excuses so if you need a book recommendation i have a library of books i'd be happy to recommend um But that's it, man. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, If you haven't yet, consider leaving us a review on the podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, and uh, it's super helpful. And it's great to hear what has been useful to you so we can keep kind of putting that out. Um, So, yeah, I hope this was maybe something that hit home for you. Feedback is always welcome. Have a great day, guys.